Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hi everyone, it's Andy. It's uh, it's my turn to bring you an encouragement today. So here it is. I don't know about you, but I've never been particularly concerned about the clothes I wear. I know what I like, and I know what I don't like. Different occasions demand different types of attire. Weddings and funerals, or work maybe, come to mind. When I'm at home relaxing, though, I slip into my comfy jeans or shorts if the sun is out, and a t-shirt, usually a band's tour t-shirt or something of that ilk. It's my comfort place where I rest and feel comfortable. I'm not on show. I'm just being me. Clothing can sometimes be a bit of a mood thing. I once had a pair of jeans that I'd worn for so many years that they were threadbare and probably indecent to wear in public. But they were my comfy jeans. They were my go-to jeans of choice. You may be wondering where on earth this is going, so let me cut to the chase. Some clothing is set apart and special. Whether it's a comfy, tired pair of jeans or the tailored suit that makes us straighten our back and feel important. What we clothe ourselves in is important to us. Take this passage from John's Gospel, for instance. In John 19 and verse 23, it says... When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they divided his clothes among the four of them. They also took his robe, but it was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said, rather than tearing it apart, let's throw dice for it. And this fulfilled the scripture that says, they divided my garments among themselves and threw dice for my clothing. So that is what they did. Now, you probably didn't expect that little detour, did you? So let me explain. It was Jewish tradition for a mother to make a robe for their sons when they departed from the house, so when they left home. I wonder whether we did that for our children when they left home. I think not. We probably just let them take the clothes that we'd been buying them and the clothes that they particularly wanted to wear when they weren't being told what to wear by us. But anyway, you get the gist. So when when the son has grown up and he's departing from the house, he's leaving the house to go into the world to make their own way, a Jewish mother would make a robe, a sort of going away gift, if you will. But what was special about this robe was that it was made from a single piece of cloth without seam, woven from top to bottom. And it's strange that the clothing that Jesus was wearing at his crucifixion are described like this. So maybe this was the robe that his mother Mary had made for him. We don't know, but it could have been. They certainly belonged to Jesus, as it says that the scripture was fulfilled when the soldiers cast lots for his clothing. In other words, there was a prophecy saying that this would happen. And we can read it in Psalm 22 and verse 18. It says, they divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. So these clothes were special. 
they mattered because they fulfilled scripture. And I'm reminded that as Christians, we are to put on Christ. A strange term, but one that is accurate in so many ways. Romans 13 verse 11 says that we should clothe ourselves with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. A dear friend of mine passed away recently. I remember a story she told me about a carnival parade in the street. Some cheerleaders were dressed in black and they were part of the procession. A customer in the shop, however, when he looked through the shop window, saw them wearing white. And this is because the window had a red filter screen on it to protect the goods from the sunlight. As it filtered the light, it also made different colours on the outside. Black became white. This is a reminder that as human beings, we are tainted by our wrongdoing. Anything that's against God, it's called sin. And when God looks at us, he sees our blackness. And this means that we are worthy of judgment. The Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death. However, when we have Jesus in our lives, this changes everything. As God looks at our blackness, it is filtered by the red blood of Jesus and we appear white as snow. We haven't become Jesus, but we have clothed ourselves with him. And it changes how God sees us. We might not have everything together or even feel that we've done things right. We probably haven't. But God sees us clothed in Jesus' goodness or righteousness. It's pretty amazing, really. But I wonder how comfortable it is to wear this. Certainly there are easier days than some, but we have to learn to live in the truth, safe in the covering that we have. We shouldn't be complacent, but we shouldn't be downcast in our failings either. As we get used to the new clothing we wear, the freedom that it brings us, the hope that it brings us, then the more we realise that it actually has nothing to do with us. We realise that the character traits that we are being changed, or that are being changed, they, they change as we grow accustomed to our covering. God knew what he was doing when he sent Jesus to die for us. Easter's over, but the clothing still needs to be taken up and lived in every day. And when we don't feel like it, on the days where we're tired, the days where we just feel that we've let God down, then the Holy Spirit is there to help us. When the devil tells you that you're not worthy to have your clothing on, what you've done today has let God down, the way you live has let God down, and, the, and Satan reminds you of it, he sits on your shoulder and he's almost telling you, you're not worthy. Well, tell him he's right. Then put on your covering anyway. They are your heavenly clothing and they were given to you at great cost. Revelation 7 verse 10 says this. After this I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language. And they were standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes and held palm branches in their hands. And they were shouting with a great roar, Salvation comes from our God who sits on the throne and from the Lamb. We all have new clothing. 
and were clothed in white robes. They're probably seamless. They're perfect. They're woven in one piece. Just as Jesus' garments that he was went to the crucified, he went to, he went to the cross in, were fought over by the Roman soldiers. The special clothing that had been made. Perfect. And so too is the clothing that we've been given. We are clothed in perfect white robes. And they cover every aspect of our sin. Let's just pray together. I thank you, Jesus, that you were prepared to give your life for mine. To swap, to swap my sin and wrongdoing for your goodness and righteousness. Thank you, Father God, that you do not wait for me to get right under, our, under my own steam. But I know that it's impossible for me to achieve this on my own. I know that. So thank you that you don't wait for me to get it right. Thank you, Lord, that your great plan that you brought into being gives me the right to come into your presence. Just as we are. But clothed in the blood of Jesus. Help me to live a life worthy of the covering I have been given. I ask it for your glory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.